Hi, welcome to Sweetman Podcast. This is Simon Sweetman and this is episode 88. I had a chat with Anika Moa. Um, she doesn't really need any introduction, I'm sure, but I do want to say that um, thank you. I want to thank Anika for her time because we did it uh, in between her sound check and her playing a show that night. And um, yeah, she's been on the list since I since I started this podcast. And in fact, we've had a few goes at connecting, and it hasn't happened for for various reasons, often down to parenting. Um, and the and the, and the the stresses and and things that come up there, or or because I've been trying to catch Anika when she's in the middle of touring, playing a show, and um, you know it hasn't worked out. So she uh, invited me to come down to her sound check at the San Fran last week when she played a show in support of the 10th anniversary of In Swings the Tide, and we sat on the balcony and had a couple of beers and a chat. Now. Um, there's a, a lot more background noise in this episode than there normally is. Um, I quite like that background noise. You'll hear, you know, the sounds of Cuba Street, and you'll hear a little bit of um, other noise. But uh, it starts to get a little bit loud in places. There's a bit of wind blowing into the microphone that I couldn't do a whole lot about. And there's also um, uh, Joel Mulholland's band were sound ch- the opening act for her sh- tour. They were sound checking, and that gets progressively louder. I think you can still hear us the whole way through and I think it's, oh, well I think it's worth hearing, you, you can tell me afterwards whether it was or not, but I didn't want to cut the thread because we, we had a lot of fun, it's a pretty candid chat as you would expect from Anika, um, but we also got into some pretty cool stuff, we talked a lot about um, just the last few years of her career, I sort of feel, feel her story as well known and I didn't want to go through everything again, I've, I've interviewed her before, she's been interviewed many times. We talked about sort of the recent developments, um, the kids' albums, the TV show, uh, going back on the road now, fitting it all in, and um, we got into a bit of a discussion around the, the the nature of criticism and how reviews affects affect artists, what she thinks of them, um, and yeah, just a bit of a fun old chat. So um, my thanks to Anika and to the San Fran for uh, um, for hosting us. And, uh, and I hope you enjoy this, and my thanks as always to uh, Tea Leaf Tea and to Le Petit Chocolat and to Yeasty Boys. This is me talking with Anika Mo. Putting down other people and they go, oh, shit, I'm so yeah. sorry, I'm like, of course we'll interview with yeah. that, but edit it out. Yeah, yeah. Because we're not cunts. Well. Well, I'm You can not. speak for yourself. <laughs> We're, we're, uh, record it, record it, record oh, it. Oh man, I'm already on it. Oh fuck you, we got, we got that. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Are you recording me as well? Are you yeah. setting that up as a... I'm just going to shove this up my vajayjay. Right. And then record muffled you. <laughs> what are you going to use that for? Um, my lesbian um, yeah. meetings that I have every Wednesday mm. are called uh, Hui's for Women Feminists and we talk about Donald Trump and Simon Sweetman. Yeah. Wow. If you're going to come second to anyone and pardon the pun. Oh, no, no. Uh, I meant you first. mm, mm. (laughs) Donald fucking Trump. So, we're away. What do you reckon? Nice day? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's been raining heaps in Auckland. Yeah, it's raining in Auckland at the moment and I just am so excited. I was trying to convince my wife to come down and bring our child, but... um, she was like, I'd rather just not do anything because I'm too tired, so. Yeah. Yeah, but it would have been lovely. Um, I, people listening to this are going to get the, the street noise of yeah. Cuba Street, which I... Uh, Cuba well, Street's amazing. And I quite, seriously, I, like I, love, I love that they've got rid of all the homeless people because seriously, those homeless people <laughs> fucking annoy me. Mm. Where are we going to start? Do you want to talk about the new government and how excited you are about that? Sure. What, what do you think? 
That's that's good. Um, uh, who, who did you vote for? Because everyone goes, you know what? So last <laughs> the, week, the voting week, I was yeah. like, who did you vote for? To yeah. everyone, nah, I'm not telling you. Mm. It's like, just fucking tell me. It'll yeah. come out eventually. I voted for um, Labour and I voted for uh, my, my... No, I didn't it's this time. I voted for Labour. And I voted for... Um, I always vote for Grant Robertson because he's good. I like him. He's my MP. So... I have voted for Greens in the past, uh, but I didn't this time. I, um, I voted for... And I felt really bad because I, I got out of the polling booth, and I don't know him, but I got out of the polling booth, and it's the greenest polling booth in the oh, country, yeah. in Ara Valley, and I walked out, and James Shaw walked straight past him, oh, and I love hello, him. and, you know, just, he would have said hello to whoever it was, because it was election day, you know, it was voting day, and I said, oh, hi, you know, because I didn't vote for Greens. I don't really Don't feel bad. Nah, I didn't. Don't feel bad I at all really. about it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's because it's change, and, it, and and I feel like you know it was going to be pretty depressing and boring if there wasn't change. Um, I voted for Labour for my party vote, and um, a beautiful, beautiful Māori wahine called um, Marama Davidson mm-hmm. from the oh, I can't remember, but Greens. Yeah, and. Um, that's my story. Mm. But, every, but everyone was going, oh, you, you're a fool. You've got to, you've got to um, strategically vote. And I don't, if you know yeah. anyone that knows me, I vote, I do everything with my heart. Yeah, yeah. And my puss. <laughs> In that order. Well, no, no, my puss, then my heart. Um, and I voted for, with my heart. I wanted Jacinda Ardern to win. And look what happened. Because I voted for Jacinda, she won. Now you I'm had, a fucking witch. You, exactly. You, you interviewed her. Yeah. You had her on the on the show. Ages ago. Ages uh, ago. When was that? May. Yeah. yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Or was that your first time, first and only time de- sort of meeting her, dealing with her? Or no, no. no yeah. I, I know her from yeah. um, just friends and yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing about her is that interviewing her is like interviewing a really fucking well-rehearsed politician. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. she, there was a... I mean that was obviously edited but mm-hmm. we I interviewed her for about an hour and a half and there wasn't anything off topic yeah. but there was there were a lot of things that she would avoid mm-hmm. which I loved I was just like she knows she is she's taking me for a ride and I really yeah. love, and I love that she wants to answer what she wants to answer and you've got a yeah, yeah. really you know when you when you're lucky enough to have a really good interviewee and um, she's she was brilliant you know she was brilliant and Clark Gayford was in the room because he heard everything he was yeah. just on the computer yeah. room, and he'd yell out whenever he wanted to get involved you go, yeah. oh darling, oh blah blah blah, and I'd be like, oh, Clark. I love Clark. Um, we've started this. Clark little... Gayford. <laughs> <laughs> we've started. We've started this a little differently because I don't really know how to um, start with you for a couple of reasons. Because we've interviewed me about. I've interviewed you a bunch heaps of times. Of times. Yeah, yeah. Ne- never on tape like this, but I have talked to you, and I've. Um... Sorry, that was my lesbian butch partner coming to pick me up in her motorbike. I was going to... Do you see my pause? I was yeah, like, yeah. We'll, we'll edit that, but we might have to keep that now. Um, I also... Yeah, so I, I know you. We've met a few times. I've had the distinct pleasure of being called a racist and a and cunt by you. Yeah, yep, you are yep. a racist but, cunt. Oh, I don't think, I didn't call I don't you, think a, you quite put them together like that previously. I didn't call previously. you a fat racist cunt. No, though. no, no. Not, not until just now. No, you're not. You're not that <laughs> racist. <laughs> so, but the other, the other thing is, um, you're a person, your story's been told heaps. Mostly, yep. mostly by you, yep. um, but also, and you know, you've, you've, you, you don't struggle to get press, and you've also got your own platforms, your own forums. Yeah, so, yeah. so I don't feel like unless you want to, we need to go over all this kind of 
early signing to the record no, label. I want to talk, do you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about what you want to talk about. I want to talk about the day, and I don't actually find this offensive, but mm-hmm. the day that I bumped into you, it was funny. Um, and I just released an album with Bo and Holly. Oh, <laughs> and you yeah. Ca- didn't you come? Oh, yeah, did no, you come to the gig? It was at the gig, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, because we, we met like a day after oh, and I was yeah, going no, for a run. Yeah, that's what I mean. That was it. And, um, and you hated that album. And because you've actually, so you loved... Did, no, you were sceptical of Thinking Room, but then you gave it three stars. Did I? I, I think, don't even that's, I think that's what you told me. You're like, uh, uh, who's this fucking up, come, upstart? And then you're like, oh, it's not bad. Yeah. Then you love Stolen, how I yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, and Smooth the Tide, I don't know. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the rest. No, <laughs> I, no, no, no. I, the, I, and yeah. then you slayed me on the street and you were like, oh, fucking Bow and Holly, they can't write and all this. And you know what? At the time, I was like, you know what, I'm so up to getting I'm up for this, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you can't win everything, but at the same time I just love Holly and Bowen, I felt yeah. sad for them, yeah. that you hated them, their music and their voices and their, what was it that you didn't what, no, what was I, it that you I, couldn't I think, take from that album, I mean I, I know I yeah, know what yeah, there yeah, is that yeah, I can't yeah. take from that album, but what yeah. is it that you can't take from Well I, I can't remember the album all that well, which speaks to you know what I thought of it, it wasn't memorable um, but I, I actually think what happened was when I bumped into you, yeah, you'd done the gig and I went to the gig and... But you I had would, to buy your tickets because Campbell Smith didn't want to give you any. That's right. He, he, yeah, hates, yeah. he thinks you're a cunt too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I I did go to the show and the show was better than the album as they often are in those sorts of situations. Was it though? Well, I think so because here's the thing. I don't think I would ever say that Bo Rung is not a good singer and oh. I thought particularly in the show she was amazing. She's got the bomb voice, yeah. bro. So I, I, I'll defend um, what you said about me there. <laughs> um, I don't think Holly's a good writer. I don't think Bo is a particularly great writer but, you know, um, the sort of stripped down version of that... Uh, a couple of those stellar songs actually sounded amazing. Mm, I agree. And they were good songs. So, but the album was pretty, for me, pretty unmemorable in terms of material. I mean, mm. even even your songs weren't as good as they are on your albums. Well, they weren't my that, songs well, though. Well, there you go. So there no, you no, go. no. But this is the thing. Every single song we wrote was, together. So was all yeah, done by had, committee. Yeah. But we had to because this is the thing with girls. You were girls. put together as a. No, no one told us what to do. Oh, okay. But when you're with other women in a room, mm-hmm. they will specifically say what percentage, you know, like yeah. it's, it's all down the middle, <laughs> right. everything's even. Yeah. And that's fine with me, but yeah. as a songwriter, I, I take, when, I, when I'm writing with someone, I've, I've learned to just go 50-50, yeah. because you, I can't be fucked with a squabble, yeah, I yeah. can't be fucked with people going, well I wrote this, yeah. <laughs> so, when, and especially with, when you're with feisty motherfucking women like Holly and, and well not Bo because she don't give a fuck she, yeah. you just give her a wine she's happy Ho- Holly and you yeah <laughs> is yeah. what you mean well no just Holly because <laughs> <laughs> I don't fight I don't yeah. want to fight with Holly yeah um, you just do it you yeah. just do that stuff and I, I really enjoyed the process I didn't enjoy the writing so much I, I enjoyed recording it with Joel because yeah. Joel Mulholland produced it yeah because um, I've got to actually work with him for the yeah. first time and I got to actually record it the lab as well worked, and that's worked out okay Oh, you, he's you he's awesome. Yeah, basically been collaborators since. Really. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a yeah. really I, I like his music. I like his yeah. style. I like his melodies. Actually. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a clever. Um, but yeah, that was a full uh, on day because I thought of, I did think about it for an hour after did we you? talked. Well, of course I did. I not I'm not a fucking fuckwit. But um, <laughs> I just wanted to. Get, I was thinking. Oh, do you know what, what happened? Do you know what I've remembered about that though? My tits. Well, I was going to say a couple. I was going to say a couple of things. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I, I had just got back because this is crazy. Because I was thinking about this earlier. Because it's been 
yeah, five five years since it, since it came out. But um, I had just got back, I think, the very first copy of my book. So oh, I, the orange one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. well, the only one. Yeah, yeah, I've only done one. But yeah, exactly, the orange one. Yeah, that's <laughs> the nicest thing anyone's ever said about orange it, actually. One. Thank you. Um, on song. Yeah. And, um, on song. So I remember actually show. I had that with me. I bumped into yeah, you and showed that. you the book. Like, mm. And you went straight to the pictures of yourself. Yeah, fuck you. And said, I Why don't I, care about anyone else in this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's probably the only chapter you ever read about. <laughs> but, um, I didn't even read that bit. No, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, I'd forgotten all about that album you did with... Um, Anika Bowen Holly. Yeah, and I would recommend you do too. <laughs> <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> so, where did that fall in, in the... In, the lineup of your albums was that after? Oh, I don't even was that remember. after it swings the tide? Oh, I mean, way after. I know it was yeah, way, way after. after. But uh, you, what was so the, like five years after. Yeah, yeah. But and before that was Love and Motion, oh, and so then after done. that was. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, songs for Bubba's one, then yeah. Queen at the table, then Songs for Bubba's two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you? Had yeah. you, you hadn't done the first kids album when you did. No, 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 no. no. I, but I you'd started done, so that. So you'd done your four first albums. Yeah, my, yeah. yeah. But I started Songs for Bubba's one in 2013. Yeah, yeah, and it only took me like it took me two months to write. Yeah, yeah. It was well, pretty cool. This is what I thought we should concentrate on talking about. We can talk. We can go back to talking about um, anything else outside of your music. But I thought it'd be interesting to talk to you, probably because I haven't so much in the in the last few years about the the kids albums, sure. plural, TV show, sure, um, and and you know. What do you uh, want to know? What, what and what you've been doing since, and this tour that you're on at the moment. So, t- first of all, let's give this a decent plug. It's oh, yeah. the 10-year anniversary of In Swims the Tide. Yeah. And how 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 many shows have you done? I've only done three. Uh, and how, so how many to go? So tonight, <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, one at one at the San Fran. Yeah. Um, I only wanted to do four. Um, yeah. Because it's really really expensive touring with a band. Yeah. Um, and I was I'd coincided it with a Songs for Bubbers tour as well, yeah, so just yeah. to save money. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm cheap. Yeah. And stingy. Um, yeah. and it's actually worked out really well because we did the first Dunedin and Christchurch shows um, Saturday and a Saturday with all the baby um, shows in the middle. So we did seven baby shows. Yeah. And then um, I did Auckland last week. Which turned out to be a really good show, because I've never played the King's Arms. Oh, really? And it is beautiful yeah. and gross, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like the San Fran. It's yeah, just yeah, a yeah. Dingy, awesome. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. dirty. You love sort of, it. Yeah, you love yeah, your yeah. beer, and you stand there Grimy. and listen to music, and the toilets I are s- gross. And I hadn't been to the King's Arms for oh, awesome. years, but on one of the most recent occasions when you stood me up for this podcast when I was in Auckland I saw um, oh, still going on yeah, about that are we well, just, you puss? just starting actually because um, <laughs> there's, there's a few times um, oh great but, uh, no I saw Phaser Days at the King's Arms yeah and it was the first time I've been to the arms in years it's and amazing I, it is a great it is, yeah. I mean, it, it, you're right it's kind of people whinge about it and there are aspects why about why would they whinge about it oh just about how packed it gets you know like which is a strange thing get to complain early. about eh? yeah, get yeah. there early get there early that's yeah, what yeah. I do or don't I, go yeah. or, <laughs> or there's the outdoor area that yeah. they open the doors and yeah. there's heaps of room out I think there. the point is and it's this, you know it's the same with a lot of uh, venues in New Zealand is you know they aren't purpose-built venues that, no. because they have to. They become iconic. They become that. That's right. And they and you can't. I mean, who really would go into it in this country in this in that industry and build a purpose-built venue and try and make it succeed? You know, you've got you to have your food and grog on the side and your. There's other also things. no money yeah, in it. That's as what well. I mean. So yeah. you've got to have. Um, so okay, so you played King's Arms. Yeah, played good. King's Arms, and now yeah, it was a good show and playing this show tonight and oh, I. This everything in between is me yeah. being a parent. What um, and how many new songs? 
I've got about 14 new songs. Uh, how many are you playing? Oh, playing uh, one, two, three, four, about five. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I wasn't yeah. going to, but Rodney went, yeah. road test them. Yeah. Um, so I have to do what Rodney so says. So you've got 14... I've got 12 um, in swings. So I do in swings are tied from start yeah. to end. Yeah. And then I do the five new songs and then two old songs and then uh, encore if people want it. Yeah. Yeah. And they want it. They never do. Yeah, yeah. So early night. Um, <laughs> oh no, Uncle. Great. Okay, bye. <laughs> so what? Um, what? What? What are you going to do with these new songs? When are they going to appear? Um, Another album, obviously. I've but... got. I've got plans, but I don't want to ruin okay. them by talking about them. But I do have a lot of plans. Right. But I'm in this tricky stage of. Um, Okay, so my songs for Bubba's albums, yeah. they sell. Yeah. My adult al- albums don't sell. Yeah. And that is just a cold, hard fact. Yeah. There's no in between. There's. If someone wants, if I release an, al- an adult album, they go straight to Spotify. Yeah, no yeah. one buys albums yeah. any, anymore. No. So, do I want to put twenty thousand dollars into an album that won't make any money? And that's my predicament. Yeah. That is, and that's uh, you ask any musician yeah, in New Zealand or, or even in the world today, and they will tell you that. So you're very lucky that you have got the kids' albums and, yeah, the, and, the, kind of, and the merchandise and the kids' yeah. shows because you work that really well. Yeah, and, and it's it fun. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something that I'm passionate about. It's yeah. almost like, oh, I could have been a um, kindergarten teacher, but this is my way of, of giving of being back, that. Of, yeah, yeah, of doing yeah. what I do best. Yeah. Yeah, and but I love it. Also, you know, you, a lot of a lot of musicians will have to essentially you know, sing for their supper part-time and then sing for their soul when they can. And you yeah. and, and, and in your sing for the supper thing, which is the kids' music, yeah. it's still you singing from your soul. It's still you getting it's to do so something awesome. that you would want to do. But also, I get to see mothers and fathers every single day that are like me. And you know when you're a, you're a parent and you feel a little bit lonely and you feel like no one else can feel this ex- experience, how you're experiencing um, being a parent, especially if you've got a hard child or if you've got a child that doesn't sleep or mm. just any any mm. array of, of things that mm. your kids can keep you up at night worrying over. Mm. You go to these shows and parents actually talk to me after the shows and say, oh, your music has... Uh, saved my marriage. It mm. saved um, me being um, stressed. It's, yeah. it's saved so many things, and and that's another reason why I do it as well. And I don't think I'm a martyr at all. I just feel like I'm connecting with people of my own age and people who are having kids like mm. I am. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's really fun and exciting, and it's actually the point of me having you know you and I sitting down having a joke about my music, going yeah yeah whatever. But to the baby music, that's what I feel very yeah. passionate about. Yeah, yeah. So what's next there? Like, I mean, obviously you can do the shows forever. Yeah. And and the great thing about that is, you know, you get people with their second or third child coming along, and yeah. you know, and, and friends of theirs, and you know, even if their kids grow up past it, the recommendation gets passed down. But um, you know, third kids' album, fourth kids' definitely. album, yep, definitely. live DVD of the show. When's that happening? It's too expensive. Too expensive. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. stingy. Um, no, I think I'm definitely doing songs for Bubba's three, but I'm not sure. I'm trying to. I'm trying to toss up between a lullaby album yeah. because they're good for long drives yeah. and they're good for, um, well, just putting them on for bath times yeah. and, and sleep times. Um, just, re-release, just, just re-release the uh, Anika Holly and Bubba <laughs> album if you want to, eh? You are, you're a prick. <laughs> oh, you, you wanted that. No, I wanted that. I could see you waiting for it. You, you were basically like, wanna, do I say it or I don't want to diss him? that because <laughs> no, no. With, when, you do, when you do your art and your passion, <laughs> mm. Sometimes you're not going to get it right with people, with mm-hmm. other people. You of feel course. it's right within yourself. So I can take this. Do you know? You. It's, do you know? And it's weird, but it's a little bit the same when you write reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know oh that? Oh God! <laughs> Let's not go on about that. But I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I can take yeah. it from you, but other people can't take yeah. that from you. Sure. And it's not. 
that you're a mean person, we all know that you have your moments. Yeah. It's that you are destroying their lives. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I've heard I've heard Aldous Harding's doing terribly because of me, you know. Like, no, but in here, in their heart and soul, oh, rubbish. it's not. No, no, there are so many sensitive people. Sure, obviously I'm not. Yeah. Um, but I, I tell you what, if I say one thing to my bass player Chip, he's such a sensitive soul. He yeah. will get a bit upset about it. Whereas I'm like a brick. You Why would you pick on him though? He's great. Because I pick on everyone. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, but anyway, back he's to... A, he's another... Um, oh, I love him. He's, I was going to say he's another long-serving, long-suffering... <laughs> yeah, uh, Anikamo Abed. That's the thing that, um, you know, Nick Gaffney from Kai and I yes. fight. Um, <laughs> one, day, one night we were doing a gig, he goes to me, he, he, after the show he goes, oh, fuck, I've been, talk- I've been gigging with you so much, your bum keeps getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> Because he's got the best feeling. He's got my ass, ass, and I was just like, oh, fuck my life, man. It's so true. It's so true because every night he just sees my jingling fat ass getting bigger and bigger. And you say anyway, no one's buying the records. No one's so. buying the records. Fat um, ass. <laughs> so, so, yeah. And what, so, kids album, but yeah, what, yeah what, what about these new songs? That are for adults. What's going to happen? Just going to chuck them straight up on Bandcamp. No, I don't. Not do well, a physical release, Rod, or you don't believe in that either. Rodney and I are in planning mode, so we're we're throwing all our options on the table, and I'm going to consider it for the next four months because mm-hmm. I've written an album, but I'm I, I'm still waiting for like some a couple of magic songs to come along, which I'm I'm still waiting. Yeah. Um, but it's mostly country. As weirdly as weird as that is, and it's not because I've been listening to country, it's just what I what I write. It's I wake up and I write a song. It's a country song. So you've only made one pop. We'll call it a pop album rather than continuing to call it adults albums. You've only made one pop album since you've had kids. Which one is that? The Queen at the Table one. Oh, that's not pop. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Oh, I'm well, just saying rather well, than children. Yeah, okay. well, it's an adult album. Like it's not pop. No, it's yeah. oh, okay. Why don't we just call it um, album number five? Right. But, uh, <laughs> what I'm, what I want to get, what I want to get to. Shut up and listen. What I want to get to here is Ditto, kiddo. Yeah, what I want to get to here is, uh, is how much has the the songwriting process changed for you as since you've been a parent, and also like since you've started releasing and writing kids, uh, songs primarily for children. It hasn't so. changed at all. It hasn't changed at all. The only change that I had was when I wrote Queen at the Table, I co-wrote every song with Joel. Yeah. And so it's only half my album, yeah. but with my name on it. Um, yeah. But no, my songwriting style is exactly the same. The, the only difference is that I don't have all day to well, wallow that, that, <laughs> and to think. That was the next question yeah, was, was, yeah. was um, yeah, how how and when and where do you find the stolen moments to do it? You, you don't, you just I mean, you, bath times, you know yeah. or shower times, we, we have shower times and we know that our kids aren't going to drown and I just skedaddle to the room and write for an hour yeah. and then come back out and Natasha's got the kids you know, ready for bed and uh, when I'm on tour because you've got lots yeah, yeah. of time on tour um, I sometimes go away on writing trips but they end up being boozy trips yeah. where you just get pissed and, and fart lots I mean everyone's different but it's it's, uh, well, that, but it's, an, it's amazing to, to think of some people who've got it so well locked down I, I listened to this podcast with um, Johnny Greenwood you know the guitarist from Radiohead yeah. and he was talking about 
so he'll go on tour with Radiohead and he'll just get up in the morning and spend the whole day writing like classical music his film oh school stuff yeah. and, um, and his commission pieces and, and then, then get on stage and then get on stage and play Radiohead songs so he'd do yeah. that in the tour bus um, yeah we're in hotels and stuff yeah just it's on the laptop and, and yeah I guess I guess on the plane as well but yeah. uh, you know and he's, and he's like I've got kids so yep. actually being on tour is kind of great for writing because yeah. when I'm at home uh, I've got kids bugging him but also he wants to see them yeah. as well so I have that, I have, I'm scared that the older I get the more dull my I will become as a person because of my children yeah, do you have yeah. that thing where you feel like you have to set yourself a little bit more or you don't want to be irresponsible or, you know? I, don't, I don't quite know how to answer that because <laughs> uh, I'm probably pretty dull as a person anyway no, but, you're not. Yeah. Silly. no I, I, I sort of know what you're you're I anything of, but dull well yeah I could probably do a thing a bit a bit duller, no, <laughs> a bit no, more no, dull. No, no. I no, I, I I do know what you mean. It is, I guess, people worry about um, yeah, being defined by their kids, being defined as a parent. And I, I I don't know. I think for me, I actually quite like that. Like I quite like being defined as a. Has it softened you being a parent? I suppose. I I, I don't know. I suppose. Um, I guess you, you. I haven't really thought about it. Um, I don't know that it has in some ways, and then in other ways it, it has without me knowing it. I yeah. suppose you know. I, I think I'm still quite similar in my sort of conviction and my and my approach to many things. But yeah, I guess I guess the the thing that it does is or has done for me is it makes you you have to become less selfish. Mm. You have to you know. It's not. I just know I can't stay up all night. Chasing a good idea because of, that's unfair to the person I've got to yeah. help, help got to through the world the next day. Off, yeah. So I find my same thing. I find my kind of stolen moments where I can indulge the reading and writing and whatever else it is. When they're at kindy. Yeah. When, when they're, they're on school, the tram. Any yeah, yeah, any yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and you get your brain and you go, okay, switch off parent mode, yeah. switch on songwriting mode or writing yeah, mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so, and and it, I mean, for me, it hasn't been that much of a change because. Uh, like I've always worked a full-time job on top of anything I've done mm. in terms of music writing and stuff like that. Anyway, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, when I like I started sort of reflecting on it the other day because it's been five years since I did the book, and when I did the book, was the kind of the busiest time of my life because Oscar was um, was just born when I started actually writing the book. So I was researching it when Katie was pregnant with him. Uh, I was working full-time. I was freelancing. And I had more freelance things going on there yeah, than I probably... Hanging out with Robbie Williams, probably, that yeah. kind of thing, eh? I was, it, was, it was before that. It was well, it was, it was well before that. Um, I bet so you'd you get just, on with him if you actually hang out with him. Just so you reckon? Hell yeah! I, uh, He's yeah, got mate. an ego as big as yours. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, I, I, you're probably right, mm. but it's not something that I would uh, probably elect to do. You know, I'd love to hang out with him. Well, he's coming back. He's playing Auckland. And Wouldn't be hard, though, would it? You could, oh, no, because he's a family man now, too. Yeah. You could, no, you could get the opening spot for him. I could, eh? I could just do Robbie Williams covers. <laughs> Let me entertain you. It would be, bing, bing, bing. It would be good to hear them sung well. Like, you would be a good idea. Like, oh, come on, leave him alone. Oh, no, no, no. He's Robbie Williams. Hey. What about Angel? There's an angel. Yeah, well, I didn't. It is by my soul. <laughs> See, I didn't hear it like that. I, I love his, it I heard so his much. version. I love um, him. You know, everything it, you hate, I love. Everything yeah. I love, you hate. Pretty much. It's quite good. We should start a new podcast. Quite, well, <laughs> yeah, it's taken this long to get you <laughs> t- sitting down in the same place for this podcast, so I don't think Ooh. we should. We should. But no. that would have been a really good idea. I would have liked to have done that with you. Um, 
You know Robbie Williams sent me an email, eh? Oh, Apologising. Did, did you, did you tell everyone on your podcast about no. it? No. So this no, is I've... the first time this has come out? Yeah. I think, well, you know I think stuff's so. going to pick up on this, eh? Oh. <laughs> it might be a slow news. Oh, wait, every day. Every day yeah. is a slow news day for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what did he say? He said, Hello, mate. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit like that. How you he doing? Said, he said, um, he, he said... Stop being so mean, you cunt. <laughs> he said he was really sorry. And that, um, what did he say? Something about... Um, was, I guess it was quite funny, but I just it was something about. Um, Why much, did he say he was sorry? Uh, he said, "Oh, because I because I wrote this article for the spin-off about um, for the spin-off parents thing about um, you know a year later about the sort of impact that it had on our family life." Like, Kate. are you lying? No, I oh, did write okay. a thing. I, I wrote how, a thing. How so. did it impact your family life? Well, Katie was pretty upset, you know, like because he Whoa. sent a photo of Oscar to his of me with Oscar to oh, his Twitter. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that was the thing that you know the review was fine, but his reaction to the review, like there was all that stuff, like he got on stage and 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 named me and stuff in Auckland. But then he sent out a there's a photo of me at Slow Boat with Oscar when he's about five months old. I'm holding him up close and we're watching a, an install and someone had snapped the photograph and, and sent it to me and said oh, I thought you might like this and it was up on my site for a while yeah. and so he just tweeted it out Simon Sweetman baby eater oh, and uh, so no. that just went and so every news agency picked that up including stuff who I worked but we need to know the truth they, did you eat the baby well no because he's still here so <laughs> it's kind of quite easy to you know it's oh, you did know. you eat the baby <laughs> He's still here. You know, you you've got that instinct, and you know how to ask the hard questions that <laughs> no one asks. But you know, like, see, I had my answer all prepped for that. So, one. so Katie's no like, if you if my life, yeah, a little bit because it was, you know, it was made like TV and radio news, and there were people ringing the house asking me to comment on it. And it got pretty heavy, and she was a bit, you know, she was pretty upset about it. Yeah. I mean, she, she she knew I could handle it, I could handle myself, but no one expects a photo of their kid to go around the world. I agree. The, the huge irony was that at the at the concert. Robbie Williams told a story about how he was out playing with his kids and someone, and someone a snapped a photo. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's an, you know it's an off-repeated story of his. But he went on about how, mate, you know I'm going to fucking break, take that camera off you and break it, and the whole yeah. crowd cheers. Well, then that same crowd goes home and retweets this photo of my son and goes, ah, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, really stick it to the fact. So, so what? They, um, you know, so what did he say so in his apology? In his apology, he said he just said something about um, much like my. He said, I read your article. Well, I got sent your article about um, the thing and when I read the headline you know my heart sank and I just want to say from from one father to another you know I'm sincerely sorry mm. much, much like my decision to to go shopping on Amazon when I've had too much Ambien it was a really bad idea oh and that's really lovely that what did it? you say oh I just I just well it was sent to me look from, he apologized man yeah he went, he apologized but he apologized because he had to you know what 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 happened clearly was his because uh, he he um he started doing interviews for his next album in New Zealand. They started, started talking about shit. it. People were going on it, and he started mouthing off about, "Yeah, it was the roughest, you know, roughest, roughest thing I've ever had happen to me. Roughest thing." Well, that's what I'm saying about people taking things really personally sure. and lashing out. Like yeah. this is what this is your job. Yeah. Where you, uh, as people put it, really mean about music, musicians in New Zealand, yeah. and then something like this with a big famous musician, what's, Robbie Williams. He's gonna lash. You know, people are sensitive. What's the to this. So what's the alternative? Are we, are we supposed to just say no. that everything's great? No, not at all. But there is constructive criticism. Yeah. And which, I I actually... Which for, is what for, I gave For Robbie the better Williams. part, I, I read some of your reviews and I think, fuck yeah, on yeah, point. Yeah. Some of them I think, nah, don't say shit like that. Yeah. Because what if someone says shit like that about your son? You know what I mean? Which they do. 
No, no, if your son becomes a musician and they yeah. go, ah, oh, fuck, fuck, you're going to go, what? He's awesome. I Leave would, him alone. I would hope that my, um, if what I've tried to do as a career does anything, it would ward off Oscar off the idea of getting involved <laughs> in the music industry at all. So, you know, I think, I think we'll be okay there. Yeah, but, and you know, in that case in point of, of Robbie Williams, he was really hurt by what you said, dude, and yeah. it's not... Uh, we should have done a better show. He was fucking well, garbage. No offence, but I've read so many other reviews about that show, and I yeah. thought it was good. But yeah. I wouldn't go to the show because I don't listen to his music anymore. <laughs> but I stand up for the guy that's been a bit abused, except oh. for you've been abused too, so I'll yeah. stand up for you too. Right, okay. Yeah. I, I just feel for people that... I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we got somewhere with that. that I, was... I feel for Fat Freddy's Drop and for um, Black Seeds and all those bands that you... I wrote a really positive review of a Fat Freddy's Drop album once. Did you? The was second it? one. The second album. I really liked it. Cool. And you know what? It disappeared off the internet. <laughs> you know, no. someone, someone sort of <laughs> swept that bar <laughs> yeah, and yeah. got rid of it. No, he's too nice in this. Yeah, Let's yeah, get rid yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah, but it is, an interesting, it is an interesting subject and not a subject that people talk out, uh, out loud about. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have musician circles and we talk about you and we think, and half of us go, oh, we, oh he's lovely, isn't he? And half yeah. of them go, oh, what a fuck. Yeah, yeah. But the purpose of it is, is that we've all got jobs that we're passionate and love doing. Yeah. And I don't know what the fucking purpose is. If I'm no, honest. exactly. Because like I've got a job that I, I've, I've got a job that I'm um, passionate about, and love doing. And and yet it's hard to even call it a job these days. There's no money in it. But I still I'm still passionate about it. Still love doing it. And I feel like it has a it has a place. Yeah. So. What, what's the difference between you and me there? Like, why do you guys get to have your job and no one be mean about you? Oh, I don't. I don't mind if people are mean to I me. I know you don't. I know, I know, but I'm, I know you personally don't. But I'm. The uh, only thing I'd probably have a problem with is, is if anyone said I was a bad mum. That's you know, because that's a real. That's like that's, really. That's, that's really sensitive about yeah, that well, shit. Yeah, that's, that's actually personal. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. Like, that's ex- that's quite a good. Um, that's quite a good thing to discuss. That's yeah. the whole point. Like. I, I totally get that music is really important and personal to the people making it. But saying they're a bad musician is not saying they're a bad person. I get how I True. get I get how they True. might take that on. I totally understand how if someone tells me and points out why they think I'm a bad writer, yeah. um, yes on some level I could go, oh man, that really hurts you that that really affects me. They haven't said I'm a bad person. Do, do you think you're a bad writer? Oh, some days. Yeah, of course. So do I, some yeah. days too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we have our days. Yeah, we do, exactly. <laughs> like, um, oh, I mean, this is Joel Mulholland um, sound checking, yeah, by the way, everyone. Quite, quite nice. It's beautiful, eh? Quite nice to have in the background. Yeah. Um, I got it uh, in there for us, especially. Yeah, nice, nice work. Yeah, that was during one of those mm-hmm. finger snaps. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just responds like that now, doesn't he? Can I pay him enough? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it is an interesting topic, and it, you know, it'll never be solved. The thing that's going to solve it is the fact that, unfortunately, music criticism isn't going to exist for much longer. But really, how? Is it? How is that? Because there's, there's no money in it, and people don't care. Like pe- people don't care to, um, you know, the. the, the well, it's because you don't have to buy the music anymore. That's well, why. that's a big part of it. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, the the role of the record reviewer. Let's, let's say that rather than music critic because I still think there's a purpose behind interviewing people and discussing shows and so forth but one of the one of the key things with the record reviewer was they actually got the record first and yeah. so they were giving people nods to things that were coming out well now not Spotify you, you can't you can't even if you sit at home all day with Spotify on which which I do quite a lot I do too. you can't keep up with um, 
anything and everything, can you? And and even if you were to like, I I might write about something the day it comes out yeah. on Spotify. It, I'm still not the first to hear it, and it doesn't mean anything. Like people will arrive at it anyway. So, um, what do you think about it, though? What about this? You know, about the, Spotify. No, about your job, oh. but basically being redundant in a few years' time. One of the good things is, is, is I'm essentially, I've essentially become redundant within my job while I'm still doing it. So I don't have to adjust to the money thing. <laughs> like, so that it's more, a, it's more a psychological factor of, and and I've never really. I guess for a little while I've, people will say introduce me and say I'm a music writer work, but I would never I never say I'm a music writer I say I'm a writer there yeah. are other things I can write about um, there are other things about, I have written about so uh, writing will always be a part of what I do what about digging deep and doing something music wise as a writer you know travelling the country and interviewing people not you know, mm-hmm. you know I know this on song one but f- coming up with some other I don't know. Even taking it back to Shona Lang era, or mm-hmm. the, or even 50 years before her. Like, how? Yeah, when did oh. music? When did popular music become popular in New Zealand? Well, well, look, all that kind of look, stuff. There are people. There That's are interesting. It is, and there are people that are doing that. And um, and and Chris Burke does a, a fantastic job of that. And, and Nick Bollinger, part of what he does is he's doing a, a bit great of, reviewer. Yes, he is. He's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I think he's. Um, you know, uh, it's weird to, just like you shouldn't really talk about someone being the best band or having the best album but I think he's the best reviewer in the country by, by, by quite a way really I absolutely agree my only issue with him is that um, is and, and this is my my hang up that some people would agree with this some wouldn't is that uh, he doesn't re- he tends to work from the point of view of recommending things only and yeah. he's very soft on his actual um, criticism of things and I always like to know this is just me and maybe yeah. this is how I've sort of created my persona as a reviewer and because it's of the things I looked at but I can't anyone who raves about something I instantly know what, want to know what they hate as well you know yeah, I don't yeah. just I don't, I don't just want you to tell me well, that's the con- constructive criticism that's yeah. the, the good and the bad yeah, exactly. Russell Bailey is another reviewer that I've I I don't he's a constructive yeah, reviewer yeah and he can criticize you but he can also uh, he can he can make you bring you up in the same sentence yeah, you know right. and I that's why I like his writing too yeah yeah oh look you know there are some good there are some good writers in the country and and, and, and to, to talk about your suggestion around traveling around the country and stuff I mean I guess be a bad idea well it would, it would be a bad idea because, <laughs> because I'll tell you why because you, you can know, walk the country well, with your Fitbit yeah well, exactly but there's there's no there's no faith in um, in book buying for, for that sort of subject just as there isn't in paying journalists to do stuff like every now and then a book will work but you know like there's no audience for it because again they can find all that information out within reason online I think a better use of my time the last two years has been doing these podcasts. Yeah. In a sense, I am travelling around the country and getting people when they travel around the country. And we're doing, you know, you and I have done the 15-minute phoner before. Mm-hmm. We've also done... Well, like, it's actually more like an hour. I was going to say, we've actually done... We've, we've <laughs> done probably the quickest one was probably about 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah, but we've yeah. done like an hour or two-hour-long phone call. And that's been... that's Well, I, I've enjoyed that. Hopefully you've enjoyed at least some of it. Yeah, because because you, ha- you have done plenty of the 15-minute phoners. And I have too we can speak to it from opposite ends of 
of that call. You you just have to say the same thing over and over again, right? You hear the same things about yourself. Oh, I can't do it, man. I can't do it and anymore. And you were saying you were saying before we talked today that you don't actually do it that much anymore. I can't you know? fucking stand it, if yeah. I'm honest. Yeah. The, the only, you when know, did you get sick of it? Were you always uh, sick of it to a degree? About 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, no. It's just it's the repetitiveness. It's like being a parent and you have yeah. to constantly put your shoes, their shoes on. You have to give them food yeah. every day. Um, it's because um, I'm really I'm a real quick thinking impatient person yeah and I need to go 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 yeah so a 10 minutes is good for me yeah. it's go let's go go move on to the next thing um but yeah no but then having <sighs> to just do that over and over that's I appreciate that that's how I sell albums of the when you, you know the scant yeah, yeah. the scant copies yeah. few copies but, I've sold but, but it worked for you 10 years it works ago. for my shows yeah. um but nowadays I've got Facebook and Instagram I can sell shows yeah. through there yeah I don't need interviews Although, for my kids' shows, I do interviews because I, yeah, yeah, it's a kind thing to do for rural papers who, Correct. they were bringing their kids to the yeah, show, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I guess yeah, that's yeah. a less selfish thing of me to do. <laughs> what, what, promote your own show? No, <laughs> show people that I sure, care enough. Sure, to, to have them at your show. <laughs> so I guess maybe I don't really care money. about my adult career. Is that, is that what I've just talked myself into? Well, the other thing but is... it's actually true, I don't really care. Well, you don't need don't. to now, I don't think. And the, and the other thing is, and we should get to this, is you I mean, you're, you, you talked about it with Facebook and that, but you're you're a known entity, and you're not only a known entity, you're a you're a um, TV, you're a TV host of your own show. So you have your own platform outside of just releasing music. Yeah. And doing, so you're a brand, you know, and you're a bigger brand. I guess I am. You are, yeah. and you are, and you're a bigger and better brand than a lot of other people in this country doing music because not everyone making doing singer-songwriter albums wants to get in front of the camera. It's probably the fucking last thing a lot of them want to do. But it's a skill that you have. I, love, I think that I love the camera, and the camera loves me. <laughs> in that order. Yep. Yep. So, well, let's talk, about the, let's talk about the TV show. I mean, I've watched a little bit of it. I haven't watched every episode, sorry. But, um, Don't apologise, please. Yeah, I didn't really mean that. I don't know why I said that. But I haven't... <laughs> I, what I've seen, I've enjoyed. Thank you. No, no, I mean, I haven't... What I'm trying to say is I haven't avoided it. It's just I haven't um, watched every episode. So it, but I, I've seen half a dozen episodes and uh, I've, I've really enjoyed them. I've got um, so when I when we got our funding for our first show, I was really nervous about it because I've never had an auto cue before. Mm. Uh, I've never. I guess the experience for me for the first show was pretty hard actually because yeah. I ha- had a producer, I had a director, I had a co-producer, I had a this, I had a, a co-writer. I, Paul Cassidy was the mm. best thing about that mm. show because him and I wrote the all the sh- everything together, um, and I'm not one to be told what to do yeah so when I'm being told what to do on set I, my immediate reaction is to clamp up yeah 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 <laughs> which is what I did quite a lot so um, by the time it came around to filming the second season I'd actually worked through that I got um, yeah, yeah. I got Ali Moore mm. to um, give me auto cue lessons mm. and tips on how, how to be told basically mm. Mm. Um, because I don't want to be this person that goes into the TV world and that stops two years into their career I like how you kept that in the lesbian community <laughs> like, wait what do you mean with Ali yeah. Don't bring up her gayness. You oh really? Oh, I, I, that's like, just, oh, I, yeah, she's gay. Although no, no, I would too. Yeah, so what am I saying? Well, that's what I wanted to test. Like, can you I'll get want, me a beer? I, I was just going to ask if you'd get should me we, one, but should we okay, pause? And, should we pause? Let's and do get ro- one? scissor paper rock. All right, go. Okay, scissor paper rock. Oh! No, you knew you knew I was coming with that. Well, do it again, because okay. I want to win. Oh, <laughs> you changed yours last no, minute. I no, I didn't. 
Okay, I'll All get right. the beer yeah. because I'm the kind one and yeah, you're yeah, the mean yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I need to. I need to. I'll just have the same again. I need to sit and think about how I'm not allowed to bring up lesbian comments like that. Only lesbians no. are. Oh, that was a test, no, you see. I wanted to know. It's a gay thing. Yeah. Unless you've got gay qualities, then you can bring up. If you if you have had gay sex, you're yeah. allowed to. All right. Okay, so think about the times that you've had gay sex. <laughs> yeah. I can only drink half of this because I've got to um, play tonight. Wee-hee. Sure. Cheers. Okay. Hey, cheers. cheers. I'm just going to do a quick um, yep. photo because I'll tell you why after. I'll just do it like that. Um, I've got to send it to Oscar because when I. When oh, I, I just did the fingers. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> when I, I'm just going to send it. I'm not going to post it on Facebook. <laughs> I'm just going to send it to Katie because when I um, said to Oscar, I've got to go, and he's like, Where are you going? Because Katie's just got back, so I'm yeah. kind of chopped liver, like she's been away for a week. Oh, yeah. So he's, he didn't really care, and then he sort of said as an afterthought, where are you going? I said, I'm going to see uh, Anika, I'm just going to go and see Anika. And he goes, Anika Ma. And I go, yeah. And then he just cracked up, and he goes, are you joking? Like, Aww. And I said, no, no, I'm going to go and have a chat with her. She's playing a show tonight. And he's like, am I going? And I said, no, Aww, bless you know, him, you're not going to the show. Because yeah. you don't want him to say the first word he says is cunt. He's nearly six. It's not going to be his first no, word. No, but you know, oh, his yeah, the first, first mate, naughty yeah. word. So, um, so I, well, let's get back on track with okay. this. So you got some tips from Ellie Moore, which was a really good idea because she's a, a, a professional... Lesbian. <laughs> no, I don't See, know no, a, I'm allowed to say it, yeah, but yeah. you're not no, allowed to. No, 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 to. I was going to say she's a professional um, broadcaster, yeah. not just a not just a, an interviewer and news she, reader. It's she's, her business. Oh, she's, exactly she's actually she's, got a business that helps people Oh, right, with so she's their, got the consultancy yeah, thing down too. Yeah, she's got a consultancy okay. thing. Um, I also look... Based around her probably nearly three decades of actual experience. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I also looked at myself, I took a long goddamn hard look at myself in a mirror oh. and I said to myself, I said, Neeks, who are you and what do you want to achieve? Who do you want to be? Yeah. And the Neeks that stared back at me, she said, I want to be a really successful TV host mm. and I want to be successful at all my interviews and I want to be able to be someone that, like Taika Waititi, mm -hmm. that, that you're proud of yeah. being from your country. And I want to be funny mm -hmm. and um, believable and quick and intelligent mm -hmm. most of the time. And that's what I said to myself. So I'm working really hard at that. And I'm not just going to take things the easy route because there is no easy route when you're trying to do what I'm trying to do. Um, so, yeah, I'm just plan making other plans for more TV shows and more acting and I'm yeah. going to try and get an agent. I, I, loved, I love being in front of the camera and yeah, yeah. a lot of people are too shy to say that. I don't give a fuck. No. Love it! Woo! And you're, you know, you're half by decent at it, you know. Like, no, no, and, 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 no, 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 I'm not being smart. You, you know, at the worst, you're half by decent at it. You're very good. What I want to know is, is do you think you can step outside of what is a very large persona and personality to, to act as an actor, or no. would you be yourself? I don't, I can't even act. No, well, that's, <laughs> that's the thing, that is that that I've got to, I've got to learn how to act first. Mm. Um, the other thing but I always... But you want to have a go at that, you're 
Well, I always worry, like, you know, Angelina Jolie, she's got so many tattoos on her body. And I'm like, whoa, you're in that movie and not one tattoo was showing. How did you do that, Angelina Jolie? And she'll text me and go, art, just art. Just, like, art. <laughs> just art, man. <laughs> oh, wow, cool. So I need a real good tattoo removalist as well. Imagine being cast in, like, a broad church. <laughs> Serious. And I'm, like, an English, an Indian English, because they want me to do Indian. Yeah. And I'm, like, you know, the best fan of the boy that got killed. But I've got Maori tattoos. I can't do that. No way. I had a gap here. <laughs> <laughs> had a gap here and covered myself in tattoos. Mm, mm. Anyway. Went, went, went surfing. <laughs> went surfing in New no, Zealand for a year. Went out with Robbie Williams. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway. Went out with Ben Harper. <gasps> no thanks. Um, so, yeah, the, but, so what a... What I remember from one of your early interviews yes. was, and it might have been a couple of albums into your career, but that's still early, mm. um, was you sort of talking about um, if you had to give up music and have, yeah, I can't remember how you said it, but, but I sort of remember the gist of it was basically like, if this all falls apart and I don't get to make music, but I have a couple of kids and, you know, a nice life, uh, raising children, I'd be very happy. And I, that's what I'm sort of care about. And I'm I, very happy I, doing that. I feel like that's a real consistent tone in your yeah. life and work. I've always said. Because some people say things like that start. when they're young, which you no, would have been, been pretty young when you said that. If I have children's, I, uh, children's. <laughs> yeah. If I have children's, I'm going to go to night schools. <laughs> we'll go to night schools. Say, if I have children, <laughs> oh, if I get a job, nah, um, I'll, I will be. I'm happy. I'm really content with my children. I'm content yeah. with my life. Yeah. I've got a beautiful partner, and I just, yeah, I love my life. How, um, how old are the twins? They must be nearly seven. A six. Yeah, they're so seven that's, next year. Yeah, so there's nearly seven. Well, they've t- just turned six, so that's not nearly seven, so... Oh, I thought they were a bit older than Oscar, quite, like, quite a bit, not much. July, July. Ah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the youngest, my youngest boy, Soren's just turned three. Yeah. Yeah, so... They're such cool kids, and, you know, the mu- that's why the music, that's why the baby music is so connect, connecting with people because I love my children and I'll, yeah. I'll do anything for them. And this is why I cancel most of my interviews with you. Because <laughs> I've always got sick kids and my, I don't give a fuck. I'll no. cancel my whole day for my children. And you know, I mean I've said to you, like I was up in Auckland recently and we were going to have a chat and it just didn't happen and, and um, because you had sick kid or whatever. And I think most people, particularly if they're parents, know that yeah, yeah. That, that's just the deal. Like that it's comes so up, and, hard, and, and hopefully I've said to you in my correspondence, you know, don't worry about it another time. Like, no, you like, always do. Yeah, rather and then than you saying, give me oh. shit afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And in interviews. That's just because I, you know. That's just my personality, man. <laughs> yeah, that's just me. Can't help it. That's just me trying to be nice. I was just giving you a bad review on your uh, on our interview <laughs> technique. <laughs> Can't just, help myself, man. That's just that's just me trying to. Uh, protect myself from the fact that you're going to give me shit. You know? oh, I only give shit to people that give me shit back. Yeah. Do you remember... Um, that's a lie. That's a fucking lie. Do you remember we went to, we went to a Mick, Mick Fleetwood concert? I think that's the last time oh. I saw you. Oh, I loved that concert. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was so me- it was so memorable. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing I'm full of shit most of the time. <laughs> 
I remember because, oh, well, didn't we get drunk? Really, yeah. really drank? Yeah. We, we went and had dinner with Rodney and... At Chow Chow, Moo Chow or yeah, whatever. Chow. Yeah, and, um, Chow. And some drinks. And, um, <laughs> and you guys got me into a show that I would have otherwise not got That's into. That's right. And then we had that wonderful experience where not only the promoter came out to talk to you guys, and I walked down the road and checked my phone, That's and then right. came back. Just once we've finished dealing with that, then a whole lot of... Um, New Zealand on air people that turned up to say hi to you guys, and I sort of walked down the road again. I know, yeah, bit. you always had to walk yeah, off. But yeah, yeah, Isn't that a weird <laughs> thing to be to be a part of? Like, you can't actually. You're like, oh, I better not be around these people because well, you know, for me, like, I'm I'm actually pretty confident meeting people but I'm also I try to be pretty aware that there are people that don't like me and I don't want to ruin their evening any more than it's like God if their evening is ruined by the mere sight of me then I'm going to be respectful and not go hi how you doing like I'm going to confront you yeah. and you know shake your hand and try and prove that I'm a nice guy I'm actually just going to walk away and let them have their their grief imagined or real their belief that they do. Do you feel sad that people don't like you because you're because of who because of your personality and because of what you say? No I don't um, you don't mind? I don't mind, it's just part of the job and I, I, I sort of think it's calmed down a wee bit. It know? has, it has, I, I yeah. That's because I'm, and, I, and I, I, I guess I'd have to attribute that to, um, to not working for stuff because um, not only was, obviously it was in everyone's faces because I was publishing every day, but also there's a, I think it's fair to say there's a bit of a stigma around stuff. So even, even if I was publishing quite good stuff, which I think I was from time the to time. The editor would always put something in a, a, there's a real bit of that. foul headline. Well, yeah, not just that, there's a bit of that, but also just, you're just tarred with that brush of like, you know, hence that whole perception of, um, the people still, people still say, oh, you only ever write negative things, and they say it to me, and it's like, well, I've actually got the Word documents, like, yeah. I could look, you know, yeah. I've got the head count, I could actually go through and look them up, and yeah, but people I would always, never do that. They always have to find the villain, though, because yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, people search out the villain on Facebook for the for the Herald. You you go to any fucking Jacinda Ardern yeah. uh, headline, and there'll always be the villains in the in the comments, and yeah. people, even I search them out, I think, I go, oh, I wonder who's going to write the shittiest Thing. Yeah. And then I never reply to them, but I always say there's about 100 people, other people going, what? I know, I know you're the end, you know what I mean? Well, there's that, there's that psychology test of you show someone a picture of a snake and they, and they freak out. I was no, just no, thinking no. about what I was scared that's, of. And that's I was, the gist of it, though. I was just thinking I'm scared of spiders and flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the, that's, that's the gist of it, though, is that they use a snake or a spider or yeah. whatever, and then they use, like, a puppy dog or a rabbit or flowers or whatever. And at all ages, people will just keep looking at the, at the snake. Who's your top three New Zealand artists? Uh, gosh, it's a good question. Um, I think probably the... The most consistent all-timer all for me would be Dave Dobbin. Dave Dobbin. Yeah. He's I, my top. He's, he's, he's in my top he's three. In my top, he's yeah. in my top three and he might be number one. 
Um, Dave Dobbin is number one for me. Yeah, yeah. He is just beyond. Yeah. He's the best songwriter in the country. Yeah. Down. What do you like about him apart from that? That's a great his, quality. His but. strong, amazing, unbelievable voice. Yeah. His character. His his, his belief. Playing. His guitar playing. His, his kindness. Playing. Yep. Um, his soulfulness. His humbleness mm-hmm. in his songs. Mm-hmm. His um, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the other thing about. Um, well, actually, about lots of people that I know, but especially you, is you don't have a vulnerable side, I notice. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. No. Yeah, well, I haven't seen we it. Don't, we don't know each other that well, you know, like, mm. we, we really do it, which is not me. Simon, <laughs> we know each other quite well. well. We are very open and honest with each no, we other. Are. Okay, we are. Simon? Yeah, well, I think we Simon, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> I think, I think we are, but... Do you I, feel like you are a vulnerable person? Yeah, I think I, well, I think so, yeah. I think I... Um, I think I've probably expressed uh, my vulnerable side quite a bit in a lot of my writing. Yeah, it's, 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 it, there's a vulnerability to openly gushing about something, you know? Like, as much as, like, if you're the one person in the world that's prepared to say, nah, I don't care, this album that everyone's raving about is shit, and you and you become the villain, like you yeah. were saying. The flip side to that is, is you can also get it wrong by gushing about something that, that is either painfully obscure or, or or downright shit to a lot of other people's ears. Like how I gush about Aldous Harding. Yeah. And, or, or <laughs> Wait, like, how do you know? I've never told you that about no, Aldous. Easy guess. You said to me that everything you like, I hate. Well, I've also versa. kind so of managed to for six months Yeah, as well, I know. So. You, you, you're credited with discovering <laughs> her, aren't you? Yeah, but in, some, I, in some stories. There's a, there's a few men that are credited with discovering me as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one discovered us. We discovered ourselves. Yeah, but the story is what? You saw her busking, though, and asked her to open for but you. But that, that's just like that. one of that's, her stories. Yeah, 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 no, not, no, no, but that's who, the story that relates to you. Uh, but I wonder who put that. I wonder who put that. Was it um, her people in her bio, or yeah. did it just pick up on the street? Yeah, or, yeah. That would, that's a good, interesting story. You should cover that. Yeah, I probably won't cover that one. Okay, well, uh, we're done here. Story. Bye. <laughs> That is a good story. Um, <laughs> That's me walking away. One <laughs> thing away. My footsteps are getting well. <laughs> um, so I'm a bit beefy these days. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> beef. This is, this is Nick Gaffney's impersonation of you walking away. <laughs> Nick Gaffney. Oh my god. I love Nick Gaffney. Hey, so top three New Zealand artists. Uh, I'm going to go with Dave Dobbin. I'm probably going to put Neil Finn in there because of. You, ha- you kind of have to, but I don't know yes. if he's currently my top three. <laughs> Can you say that a bit louder? Can you say that a bit louder? Love him. <laughs> That's it. Um, <laughs> gosh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jordan Luck as a songwriter. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't know what he's up okay. to these days let's in terms do, of... Hey, 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 let's do top three 20 to 30-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try that, say. eh? Okay, well, I'm really impressed by um, Phaser Days. Yep really impressed like I love the album and then saw the show thought that was good yeah so uh, you know it's sort of sort of a one to watch kind of thing like see what comes next but I know there's an earlier EP but I'm really interested to see what what she does on top of this first full length album blah 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 next uh, who else who else is god who else is 20 to 30 I mean um, well you'd be the it would be the street chant uh, generation oh, god, or yeah, I don't yeah. know they're, they're, they're leisure garbage. Or... they're absolute garbage I've never understood in your humble opinion yeah street course. Chant are garbage. It's not even a humble opinion. It's it's it, it's me just telling you what I think of them. I think Street Chant are blimmin' amazing. Good. I good. love them. Good. I'm glad we sorted that out. Well, why don't we just have a a, a, a love off them? That's <laughs> good. Awesome. Good. Good. Bad episode. Slight man. Good man. <laughs> I did quite a good. Wait. Can you do a me? 
no. No. What a total sight. <laughs> Hello, everybody outside the flight, but... I'm not gonna try. Anime where? Get out of our country. <laughs> I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna try and take your merry accent off. I got. Uh, you didn't even no. pronounce it properly. It's Marty. No, no, Shame. I did, I did that on purpose too. I bet you didn't. I bet you're like, oh fuck, I said it wrong. Damn, I knew I had to go and talk to this Maori chick <laughs> earlier. Earlier. <today. laughs> Is that how it goes? Can you say Matidia today? No, I can't. <laughs> but does anyone need to anymore? And you when know? I saw you at my last gig and I called you racist? Yeah. Nah, no, just jokes. It doesn't matter if you can't pronounce Māori words, right? The full it's context for fault. that, the full context for that was what did you say from the stage? Um, I, think I'd, <laughs> I think I'd sleep with probably everyone in this room. Except, except you, Simon. <laughs> would you sleep with me? And I said, no. no. Nah, because what do you say to that? And you went, yeah, fucking racist. <laughs> So, you know, I did pretty well to stay. I love it. And I, the thing is, that's not even the worst gig-going experience I've had, you know? It possibly yeah. wasn't even the worst one that was. It would have been lovely because yeah. most of what I say to people, the worse I swear at you, the more I like you. Right, right. So, Simon, right, uh, what are you doing later on? Yeah, yeah well, I'm going to go and see Simon some... Simon Sweetman. I'm going to go and see some pretty shit tonight, and I'm going to wear a hat different to this one so that I don't get called out this time. Oh, that's so weird. I thought you were going to eat some babies. <laughs> Well, maybe before, maybe just before or just after. Oscar, come here! <laughs> um, he did say he wanted to see the show. That could be a way to smuggle them. Oh, don't. <laughs> don't, please. He loves your shows. You know oh. he's one of your big, big fans. I know, I saw him in the audience yeah. and I loved it. Because he's, he's, he's like, he just stands like, whoa. And it's like, yeah, well, oh, you're a cool guy. He gets really um, absorbed in the, you know, same with movies. Like, he gets absorbed into the they world. They can't do anything. Like they just go. Yeah, rendered useless. It's yeah, great. and it like, comes just, like. But he just, it's it's like. It's that, Isn't that guess, awesome though? Yeah, it is. I guess life beats it out of us and we become cynical, but it's, yep. that, it's you know, it's a magic act to him, which is great. It should be. But that's. Because music and movies and TV, it is a magic act. You know, that's the is. other thing, is there are so many good Kiwi Kiwi, uh, Kiwi kid musicians in New yeah. Zealand, man. Yeah. Um, that amazing pirate and yeah. his troupe, and he's um, he's got fake cigarettes coming out of his mouth, and he, one of his albums was called Ship. Oh fuck, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, but he's amazing. Yeah. I can't um, even remember his name. So who are your top three? Uh, Dave Dobbin. Yeah. Um, ooh, this is hard. Which is weird, because that's like the number one thing we agree on, obviously, yeah. in terms of music. Emma Pucky. Yeah, she's great. Uh, and I'd have to say Beck Runga. Yeah, it's a good answer. Yeah, I love, I love she, both what of she, those what did, what did she mean to you coming up? Oh, everything. Like, yeah. When I met her when I was 18, I... It was like meeting a god. Yeah, because she would have been right at the peak of her first peak of fame. Yeah, just after you, drive. And you were kind of just starting, in, yep. in the sense of getting known. She probably thought I was a little dork, but yeah. I just, every word she said, I'd be like, yeah, 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 no, Beck said that, Beck said. Um, I oh, just remember so much about her being a teenager and being so proud that I knew her. Like, mum, hi mum, ringing her back in Christchurch, going, oh, I've just hanged out with Beck I was just going I'm to say, going, who? I don't care. I was going to say, and you guys haven't worked together, but of course you did the Birds yeah. tour and album. Yeah. But, but you haven't really worked together sharing the stage, sharing songs. No, I don't think a, she would. I'm, I'm not in the same genre. I'm not in the same game as her. We are so different. Mm, mm. I mean, I, well, she wouldn't work with any of us, apart from... 
She, I know what music she likes, yeah, and yeah. my music wouldn't be in her top three. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Right. And that's just yeah. cold hard truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you know, your tiny ones. ruins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. real indie, beautiful, wistful. Gillian Welsh. Well, when I talked to Ricky Gooch, he said, you know, he talked about how like, we talked a lot mm. about the Birds album, and he said um, how you know a naked, um, naked Beck, Beck really had that. Um, that kind of great indie music taste, like oh, almost, almost kind of music snob taste. Yeah. But she's really open about it and really interested in lots of stuff. But, yeah. but all those kind of correct records to own, you know, Nick Drake and She got me Blue into it. She got me into so much good music. Gillian Welsh, yeah. um oh, she used to make me mix CDs. I say me, but like everyone. Yeah. Um, and I learned so much from her. That's that's why she's in my top three because she's not only she a good songwriter and good singer, but she's actually inspiring for me. Yeah. Yeah. And what about what about Julia Dean? Oh, close. She well, she's yeah. one of my best friends. But I was going to say you're, you're probably. Closer she's, to her as a friend, anyway. So she's—I still think of her as, an, as one of my idols. Yeah. I, I actually, literally, yeah. still listen to her music and think, "Fuck, yeah. that woman is golden." Yeah. yeah. No, I, I can't gush enough about it, it, all the women in New Zealand. You know, it, Anna Collington. I know she's not everyone's taste, but fuck, she, God, by God, I know her so well. Yeah, yeah. I know her inside and out, and so I get her music. I get Nadia Reed's music. I get Aldous Harding's music. I get fucking just random all women. Nadia Reed would, I don't know her age, and her age doesn't matter, but she would be in that category you're talking she's about. She's amazing. I think she's still under 30. Did you go so to a gig last night? No, I didn't. I had, I, I planned to, but I had, um, you know, child. Seriously, yeah, she's in her prime right and, now. Um, she's in at her actual prime. I had another prime. gig to go to, so. Yeah, no, but I've seen her, you know, a couple of times, and, yeah. um, and I think she's great. I really think she's great, and I think, you know, I always love when, and it doesn't, and it doesn't always happen, but I always love when, and she's a great example of it. First album comes out, it's very good, very very good. And the second album comes out, and it's just a Blows whole other gear. But you can still go back to that first album and and take plenty from it. You still have your attachment to it. But the second album is such a logical. Okay, I'm gonna say up. I'm gonna put this out there, but you won't. I I'm assuming you won't agree with me. Coldplay. First album, second album. I actually think the first album was probably better than the second album. But, that, no, but that's that context of they released oh. that amazing album and then the next album was, in my oh, personal yeah, opinion, yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. streams ahead. Yeah. And, and no, you know, I know a lot of people don't like Coldplay because it's yeah. uncool, but you've got to give them credit for the beauty the beauty of their music it was downhill from there <laughs> yeah, like, it really was slow slow steady and then quick downhill from there One, because two. I saw them after that second album came out and they were fucking boring I was I wasn't a massive fan but I was interested you know I was interested enough Do you? I liked the first album second album was a bit it was a bit um, too slick but yeah, there was some Did you have that thing songs. where oh, I just could have fucking put the CD on and just had a nice wine at yeah, home? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, I had that too. It was yeah, it was, it was just a very underwhelming mm. live concert experience. So much so that I mean, I've heard a lot of their music since because I'm, I was working as a reviewer and it would come across the desk. But I, um, you know, if that weren't the case, I wouldn't have bothered. You know. Like what about a, your what, what about your, your Lawrence Arabia's, your mm. Liam Finn's, yeah. Oh shit, I don't even know who else. You know, just that kind of camera. Yeah. They're all really good. I mean, I, I, 
the second one just being on another level from the first. I agree. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you listen to much? You know, Pacifica, Maori music. You know, your Ria Halls, your Maisie Lika, your Troy Kingies. Do you listen to much of that music? I, I did. Um, I don't as much now because um, time. Yeah, I don't receive it as much. Well. Like I used to. I know you can get it. So like, I clicked, but you got to find it now. I clicked on the Ria Hall out this morning, but then I ended up having to go outside. So keep up with that one it's, it's on my list it's you know. really good yeah. I heard it yesterday I know enough about her to want to hear that yeah. um, I used to listen to a lot of um, yeah even, even sort of you know traditional Maori instruments to their own um, songs into a um, I, I used to get a lot of that as a reviewer for the newspaper and really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love it too. That's another passion of mine is listening to um, indigenous music, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Moana. Moana's the, the movie is indigenous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Te that's, Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. But that, that, um, it's a great movie and that soundtrack got a lot of, got a work on it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, Whatever they represent, yeah. you go for the music. You go for whatever sure. is the best song that's been written at the time. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I've always had this idea. I mean, whilst I, you know, I, I think um, you know, people like Dave Dobbin writing about New Zealand and the way he, he frames it is, yeah. is beautiful and evocative. Um, to me, there's instantly something in David Kilgore's guitar that that speaks to that says New Zealand yeah. to me. And and so as a New Zealander, I li- I obviously identify with and like that, but really, I don't really care where in the world music comes from. Yeah. And, you know, some of my favorite music is, you know, I... From Scandinavia. Yeah, whatever, but, but Chris, Chris, Knox and his, Chris Knox 20 years ago and his jandals and his jean shorts and his singlet, drunk, threatening people sometimes, Fuck. but standing on stage, man. standing on stage with just a guitar and a shitty keyboard and a drum machine, making music that I think is better than anyone else anywhere in the world, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. and then also seeing him just be an absolute 
fool on stage and yeah. lo- losing the whole thread of the evening. Yeah. But other times writing stuff and you're like, fuck, is this a long lost Beatles melody? You know, is this a is this the best song the Velvet Underground never did? You know, whatever. Yeah. But the only great thing about him coming from New Zealand to me was I got to see him heaps. You know, yeah, I, got, yeah. I got to go to his shows all the time and even go up and say hello to him, which is quite cool. Yeah, yeah. But he could have been, you know, people doing things like what he's doing. I did own most of his albums, but there was a handful of songs that just, I think, are some of my favourite music by anyone ever. And obviously there's that sad story that is part of... Him killing him. himself. Yeah, yeah, that's part of him and his music. Did you... You love Fleetwood Mac, eh? I do. Oh, thank I went, God. Do you remember I went to a Mick Fleetwood concert with you once? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did we like it? <laughs> um, no, because I was thinking New Plymouth. Now, do you know, remember? that's when we first sort of started talking, was yeah, ahead I of that Fleetwood Mac show. Because you phoned me. We were going we to meet at that concert. Yeah, but I got, I got shit-faced yeah. because I got... Anyway, that was cool, that concert. We, I got in there and someone had um, snuck in some, a little bottle of Jack Daniels yeah. in, there, in yeah. their pussy. And so she she goes, oh, I snuck some uh, Jack Daniels in my pussy. Are you on it? Come on. And I was like, yes, I am, if you're going to give me that Jack Daniels. She was like, okay. after, that, after that story, I definitely am. <laughs> So I got pissed on Jack Daniels and then spewed two hot dogs up. Just saying. See, rock and roll, everyone. Rock and roll. You decided to go your own way. I, I did. I spewed everywhere. Wow. I'm going to spew everywhere. That was a pretty... That was a, that was a pretty cool show. Mick, Fuck yeah. Mick, Mick Fleetwood's solo was not as good as Fleetwood Mac. It was never going to be. No, but, he had his drummer but, behind him doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was some, there was some cool stuff about that still. You Do know? you remember the, the, the rumours that went round that behind them had they had uh, Lindsay Buckingham and, and another Mick Fleetwood and another John McVie <laughs> playing along and every time that they were fucking up, some the sound guy would turn... Lindsay yeah. down and turn and turn his other one That's, up. Did you believe that? No, because Lindsay Buckingham's one of the greatest musicians in the world. You know, he's, a, no. he's extraordinary. Yeah, you're right. No, he's a studio. And then his fingernails. He's a studio wizard. You know, as a producer as well. And um, and favorite your favorite Fleetwood Mac album is Tusk. No, is, is it not? Oh, was it back then? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's changed. What is it? Rumours? Well, it's back to rumours now. It always goes from rumours to Mirage to Tusk. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, I was going to say, Mirage is the underrated one, eh? It's oh, great. Yeah. It's so good. But what about, um, oh, what's the other one? No, I can't remember, but... The self-titled one. <laughs> remember that? No, you sounded like that. I think you were going to launch into the fucking cranberries for a minute there. <laughs> I love the I cranberries. Bet love I, I bet you love the cranberries. My mum went to. Well, you, how can you not think that I don't love the cranberries with my melodies that no, I wrote? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mum took me the cranberries when I was 16 at the Christchurch yeah, Town Hall. It's the best night I've ever had. And yeah. Because I went with my mum. Yeah. Mum's going, come on, get a drink, babe. And I'm going, oh, am I allowed to? Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm yeah. your mum. Yeah. And us getting pissed. Um, she looked at me twice. 
the same. <laughs> I just had to get that in there before I you launched. To. No, no, no. I had to play. I, I used to play in an Irish band, and we we played um, Linger a lot. And, what about Zombie? Um, no, I did play that in another band. Uh, awful, awful songs. But yeah. um, well, were they? Or well, I, yeah, I thought they were. Okay, what yeah. if you'd written? What if you'd written Linger? Oh, would I, you release it? You wouldn't be seeing me today. I'd hang my head in shame. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. No, no. No, um, you wouldn't. No, you'd be really proud of it because it's a really great song. Oh well, no, you could be proud. Uh, you know, you could be proud of something's success. That that song means nothing to me. I wouldn't write a song like that. Probably a song for girls. Yeah, well, that means nothing to me. It doesn't doesn't do anything for me. Why not? Don't like it. it doesn't mean anything. And then it was further ruined by having to play it a lot. You know, like I mean, you know, yeah. when you play covers of songs, you either fall completely in love with them and they can do no wrong, or you fall desperately out of love and into hate with them. Right? Okay, what about Natalie and Brutia torn? <laughs> it was probably almost a guilty pleasure for me, almost. I, you know, I never Everyone liked, has their guilty never, pleasure. Never liked it, but it is a song that... Is it because it was written by a man? No, no, I just, think, <laughs> I just think there's something about a song like that. that it, it's one of those ones that it got sort of stuck in your head. But I would, you know... Brilliant song. Similar era, a song that I would, would say was amazing would be... That's vaguely similar, but I think levels above would be something like um, Carnival by Natalie Merchant. Yeah, that's a brilliant song. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. about any Heather Nova, Tori Amos, was, yeah, Sarah was, McLaughlin's? Yeah, well, Sarah McLaughlin's a bit too Lilith there for me, but um, I I loved all that stuff. Massive fan of the first three Tori Amos albums, yeah. and then selectively since then. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of back into her recently, the last couple of years. Yes, have I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I love her. That's because you follow my blog. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Heather Nova I was kind of into, yeah, yeah. Got over her pretty quickly, but... Um, Paula Cole? Nah, not really. Joan Osborne? No. No, she's too Christian for me. Is she Christo? For fuck's sake. Didn't she do What If God Was One Of Us? Isn't that a giant clue? Nah, I thought she's been bloody, um, what's the word? Satirical. Ironic. Satirical. Well, no, no, like, um, sarcastic. hilarious. Oh, yeah. Or just, yeah, sarcastic. No, no. What um, if God was one of but us? It was a good ding, 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 ding. Particularly mid, mid to late 90s was a great time for the idea of the female singer-songwriter. And then, yeah. funnily enough, um, you know, um, everyone started getting, well, everyone, a lo- lo- lot of women performers got upset with the fact that they got compared to other female singer-songwriters, but there was this giant, you know, promoted glut of them, like it was a, obviously, a, you know, a marketing thing as much as anything, yeah. but a load of talented people Funnily came enough, out when, when I came out, I was compared to Jewel, but it was always, oh, get Jewel and then give her whiskey. That, that's what they <laughs> compared me to. It's kind of cool. It's cool, but, but they never compared I, me to New Zealand artists. I like. I found that weird. I liked the first. Yeah, but you see, you, you had. I, do you think it's because you had that international thing then that that now is far more common well, you, too? You, you compare Lord uh, to Taylor Swift. It's international. You compare Lord to Anika Moore. It's not international, you know. Yeah, but you had that. You had that whole the whole. You know album recorded in America, the whole story. Yeah. So, you were, you know... I was semi-Kiwi, I was semi-America. Well, it was probably seen as um, 
because I don't think I would have reviewed your first album. I don't think I would have been. Oh, I would have been reviewing, but not much. So I don't think I reviewed your first album. But I, I was working in a store when it came out, so I do remember. You would have had to hear it all, I would have all, had, all I the time, you poor thing. Which is probably why. In fact, I, I'm sure I've said to you in recent years that I'm a lot more fond of that album now than I was at the time. Because I've yeah. gone back to it and, and you know, hearing you pick a few songs from it at your shows. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there are, it's not a perfect album. There are things that I don't like about it, but there are. It's a perfect of, album to me. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's a perfect album from that time. It was the only album you could have made, right? The only album. And it hasn't, and it hasn't um, done bad things for you at all. Like, Not at you know, all. It, it shouldn't haunt you in any way. I would it imagine. doesn't. It doesn't um, anymore. Yeah. No, why would it? I mean, I, I get why the, the story around it would for a little while, and, and the back, trying to escape the baggage of it. Yeah. It's just, it's just so boring. Yeah. You know, like I just get bored by that story. Yeah. Which is why we're not, we're not talking about it. Now. No. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you could tell me a little bit about. Um, you could indulge me and tell me a little bit about Stolen Hill as a reaction album. Wasn't a reaction album. Okay. What was it then? It was a second it was, album. It was just what I wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote. So um, what was for what? Twelve songs. What? What shaped it then? Like outside um, of the. The, you know, you created the songs. What shaped the flavour and tone and feel of it? Because it's a very different oh, sound. That's what I mean. Right? I was um, I was working with Ed Cake. Yeah. I was reading a lot of books about Tangata Whenua, about the Māori land wars, about um, uh, lots of Māori books. Like fucking, I was all about Te Reo Māori, and I was I I fell in love with a woman, and I had to. I could I couldn't be anything than other than what I was doing. So when I when I wrote it, it's what I wrote. And when I when I um, recorded it, we recorded it in Bethel's Beach. But I did that because of the Fano aspect. Because we all got to stay out there. We had sparkles every night. We got st pissed and stoned every night. Well, they did. I did. I don't smoke marijuana. But um, it was really beautiful. And my drama was Maori. And uh, yeah, I was real. I was real tenoranga tiritanga. Um, but also, my first partner, well, my first woman partner, oh man, so in love, so writing love songs because I was in love for the first time. And Stolen Hill was just the, a, an absolute love song for her. And that's a, di and I was, you know, might be churlish to say, but. Um, what does churlish mean? Well, you'll find so is out. Is it girlish <laughs> and chewing? Childlike and girlish. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, girlish. You know, it, it, this might be redundant and silly of me to say, but um, you were you were writing love songs to a person who meant a whole lot to you, but also it was to a, my land. Well, but is it in both my senses, land. in both senses it was a new kind of love because yeah. you were you were you'd made the decision to live full time in New Zealand to yeah. to I guess turn your back on. I never turned my back on yeah, yeah. America. I just, the CEO got made redundant. Yeah. <laughs> and he was the one that loved me. And then after that, they just dropped me. So there's no story about me turning my no, back. No. I just had a hiatus. I was going to say, that's the story that got drip fed out. Yeah, we've, we've all got our story, eh, Simon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we have to, we get stuck, we we fucking, get stuck with it. Yeah, especially because yeah. of the internet and Google. Yes, we get, <laughs> that's right, we get stuck with it. We yeah. To, so, yeah, so you're writing these love songs to to this, to and about this partner. And yeah. It's, and, it, and it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not being smug or silly here, it's a new kind of love for you. I loved her so much. Yeah. It was a love so deep 
that I couldn't con- I couldn't control it or contain it. And another thing is I couldn't talk about it because um, yeah. we didn't talk about it back then. Not because I didn't want to, um, and it's okay. That's what we chose to do. And but also, my record company just did not did not give a fuck that I wanted to experiment, that yeah. I wanted to to grow into my own mind. Yeah. And they can quite frankly get fucked. You know, like fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Don't you dare look at me like I'm gonna make you money because I'm yeah. not gonna make you money anymore. That's what I said to myself, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. A revolt of sorts. <laughs> but everyone that worked there, I loved them. But there were a couple of fucking fuckwits that worked there and I'm not even, I tell everyone this story, you know, it's not even a a secret. When I moved to EMI for In Spencer Tide, my friend was the CEO, he was the boss, and he got me from start to end. And that's why In Spencer Tide, Matt Hedlund. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's why In Spencer Tide went so well, because I was happy, and I was happy to work with him, and I was happy to do whatever he wanted me to do, because he got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't make me do stupid things. We did fun things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's when I truly started actually enjoying being a songwriter. Yeah. was my third album, In Spencer Tide, so... And it's just been fucking cool since then. And I know I've done some pretty crappy things, like Anika Boholi. I, I don't think it was crappy, but a lot of people do. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I've been married and divorced. That was pretty crappy, but that's okay. Um, I have, I don't know, I've got fat, got skinny, lost my hearing, fucking lost a tooth, you know, like, <laughs> lost my virginity over and over and over and over. <laughs> Got sh- cut my hair short like a dyke. Yeah. Fucking sworn, told people that I can't. Had babies, yeah. been shat on. Yeah. And I'm still here. Um, do you think that. And that being shat on was not by a baby, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was at a Fleetwood Mac concert. No. <laughs> it's a new thing that me and my partner do. Right. Um, it's called scattering. <laughs> do you. Um, do, have you been approached to write books? Yes, I, I am. Children's books? Yes, I am in the throes of trying to do one right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. What, just turning, like using your songs or turning them in or actually... Well, funnily enough, I just had a meeting with someone about it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't even, it's all in idea all right. stages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 But I do want to do kids' books because yeah, they sell they... really well at my shows. And also, I've got a good imagination. I yeah, can yeah, yeah. pop one of those babies out. Yeah, yeah. And what about... Um, what about, you know, if not now, down the track, what about a larger book project? What about writing your own story? Is that something you can think about? Or? No, I don't want to talk about me because then I have to talk about my family and my mum's really shy and, yeah. there are, you know, there are a lot of things happen to families that you, I don't want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you've got your ways of talking about it, choosing your songs, yeah. Your, yeah. your interviews, like yeah. whatever, you know, your Facebook page, whatever you can have. Yeah, I don't, I'm you not... You don't have to tell the whole story. You can I'm choose. never open yeah, about yeah. any family stuff because it's family stuff I'm yeah. not, I'll never divulge that kind of shit um, it's too personal for me and also nah yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so god well, we're, we're having a fine old natter now we'll probably have to cut some of this out because the music's getting yeah. a bit loud no, no. but that's alright I've um, got to go yeah, soon and yeah, yeah. so what do you what do you want to put across before we close this off I what's, just... what's next 
and the and the lineup. So you're talking about book stuff. So I'm doing. You're, you've got all your songs written for a new album. You're working out what yep. to do with that. So I'm actually we're hoping to go back to America and record it with yeah. American an, an American producer. Right. Um, I'm doing another show. Yeah. Um, which another kids show you mean? Another adult show, oh, yeah. but it's not going to be. Um, yeah. It's going to be different. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to do. I'm trying just got funding to do a kids show, an animated kids show, um, with music and stories and all that kind of thing, um, for a, a channel as well. Yeah. And yeah, I'll, I'll do heaps of kids tours, I've got heaps, I've got a couple of kids tours planned for next year, uh, and just being a mum. Yeah man, so yeah. that's, I mean, uh, outside of the being a mum thing, that's all of next year, but yeah. pretty much I'm pretty, already, yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. it's so much fun, and I'm happy about that, I, yeah. I can't wait, I can't yeah. wait to do it. Yeah. Um, anything else we need to talk about? Anything else you, you want on the record you need to say? No, I think you're a good guy and I think you're a bit misunderstood. <laughs> but you're also a cunt! <laughs>